Welcome to the SIFT Podcast, your number one podcast for business, finance, and psychology, where great entrepreneurs come to learn and grow. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 35 on the SIFT Podcast. And uh, guys, before I head on to today's topic, uh, which is going to be on consumer journey and understanding the consumer journey if you own a business. Uh, first of all, I would like to mention that our newsletter issue 6 is already out. It came out uh, today in the morning. If you're not yet subscribed to our mailing list, make sure to do so. What we send you is not, um, we don't send you in for any form of advertisement or anything of the sort. No, we make you a member of the SIFT community. Now, what happens is you'll get informed about, you know, currently what we are working on and also what we plan on working on in future. And then also share our experiences with you guys, giving us a few tips here and there from our from our experiences. Now, we talk from experiences. We practice what we, 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 we practice, what we preach. And that's what the SIF newsletter is about. Now, the recent newsletter I talked about, you know, some of the failures that I've made and also how I was able to captivate and, you know, leverage on the, on these failures and, you know, grow from them. You know, the thing that goes fall really quickly and, you know, get up really quickly, move on really quickly, iterate really quickly. So I share some of my experiences, some of the failures I made, some of the mistakes I, I encountered and all that, and also how I went about them. And also, also share when we do something really great that really works for us, we also share with the community so that, you know, we can inspire the community, give them insights, educate them, you know, so that, you know, they can develop the grit to start working on whatever it is they're working on. And that's what the SIFT community is about. Now, diving into today's topic, uh, today's topic on the podcast, consumer journey. The reason why I'm going to talk about this topic is because uh, I think that a lot of businesses are usually not aware of the consumer journey. Now, you might be you might be a business owner or you might be aspiring to become a business owner, starting out a, a business or venturing into entrepreneurship. And one thing that is very crucial to understand is your consumer journey, how, how your consumers get to you until they convert, until they make a sale on your website or or on your on your store or etc etc it's very important to understand the consumer journey the various touch points that they come uh, into contact with before converting now i talk about this because most businesses actually do not understand the consumer journey when it comes to their website if they're doing an e-commerce don't really understand the consumer journey because now you'll yes you'll have your website you'll have uh, your search engine optimization in place your search engine marketing in place um you're doing all sorts of social media marketing, all ads, all sorts of ads are in place. And you're doing them really, really well. But now the problem comes into, do you really understand the consumer journey? Do you really understand what your targeted customer segment needs and how they initiate their search? Where do they start from? Now, most most uh, consumers will start from uh, from Google, from, from a search engine. Basically, how do I get A, B, C, and D? Um, who does A, B, C, and D? I want, like, they will start off by Googling because that's, you know, what most of the consumers do. They start off by Googling. Now, if they don't know you and you don't have your, you know, your Google, uh, your search engine optimization in place, it might become a bit hard for them to find you. 
But then again, you know, we live in an era where a lot of businesses are employing a lot of, you know, search engine optimization and they're doing that really, really well. So sometimes, you know, it can become quite tricky to be on the front page of Google. But then again, how do you now, if you're not able to be on the front page of Google now, how do you still redirect uh, customers or or prospective uh, clients to your website and actually have them engage? Now, one of the things that uh, you should always be keen on is when you're carrying out your social media marketing, talk about when you're doing your banner advertisements. So basically, you're doing this form of advertisement that pop up either on YouTube or on uh, on Google when someone is on Google and they're searching certain topics, and then a banner with your maybe you with your with your company or the services that you offer pops up. And one of the things is this, guys: if you're doing your advertisement, if you're doing social media marketing. And you've come up with your advertisement on certain services that you offer, on certain products that you sell. You want to do that correctly. Why I say this is because, you know, sometimes you find you you find yourself exposed to uh, some form of advertisement. Talk about banner advertisement on YouTube or on Google. Maybe you're searching you're searching on something, and then this banner comes on, and you want to you're interested in the product. You want to check it out. But when you click that link, it doesn't lead you specifically to where the services that were mentioned are being offered on the website or where the customer can actually buy the product from. Probably you send them to your homepage. And let's say you have a a big website with a lot of content in it, with a lot of uh, sub-pages involved. And now, you know, the consumer starts, you know, perusing through the whole website looking for that specific product that was advertised and this leads to a higher bounce rate now what is a bounce rate bounce rate is when consumers come to your website when anyone comes to your website looking for something and immediately leave without even converting and sometimes even they might they might spend less than 10 seconds on your website even less than 5 seconds because now they're not directly seeing what it is you say that you're offering on your on your marketing campaign, on your advertisement, on your banner advertisement, etc., and end up bouncing. Now, it's very, very crucial to understand, you know, the various touch points that you're, that your consumer goes through when it comes to them converting on your website. Uh, for example, one of the few touch points are uh, we can talk about your social media. Maybe you're doing some form of Facebook ads and they see that you're promoting a certain uh, service or a certain product and they're interested. You know, those are one of the touch points that they need. Now, this is from a this this is from a from a business business initiated perspective. You initiated that. You initiated the awareness. You came up with the you came up with the advertisement. You are the one carrying out the marketing campaign. But from a customer uh, from a customer initiated perspective, talk about organic search. This is where we talk about you know getting your search engine optimization in place. Because if your search engine optimization in place. Now, what happens is when a prospective client starts looking for, let's say, you are a law firm and you want them to find you, obviously, they will write something like law firms in uh, Frankfurt, law firms in Nairobi, law firms in New York. And whatever pops up on the front page, on the front page of Google, probably that's where they're going to, you know, check on. And uh, as you all know, rarely do people go to the second page on Google. So it comes off as an organic traffic, customer initiated. They started they started the search. But then when they find you, how easy is it for them 
to go through your website and actually find the place where they can get the actual service, the actual product, and convert. So this is one of the few things that, you know, there are small things, but, you know, can have detrimental effects on your business from a sales perspective. You know, having to optimize your website in a certain way that it makes it easier for the whole consumer experience, for the whole, you know, to make it easier for the consumer to see what you're offering and at the end, convert. And I talk about this quite often, about the whole consumer experience. Because you you have to involve your consumer experience from the time the consumer, the prospective consumer, the prospective clients initiate their search initiate their interest in a certain product or service you want to be at the forefront but then you have to make it easier for them now one thing that i do quite often and that has worked really really well for me and also something that you guys can also always try on yourself is study yourself when you're interested in buying a product or a service study yourself study your behavior what do you do what are the steps you identify that you have a certain need there's a necessity for something either a specific service or a specific product. What do you do? What's the, what's step number two for you? Probably head on to a search engine, say Google or Bing, but Google is more popular. And then after that, okay, you type in certain keywords on Google. You Google spits out a list of uh, businesses and websites on their, on, on their front page. But then what really attracts you to buy from someone and not buy from the other. And it's very small things. And you might be saying, oh, we have the best service. We have the best product. And yes, it might be true. You have the best service and the best product. But you don't work on your consumer experience. You make it really hard for consumers. They come on your website. Uh, they don't really understand where do, we, where do I actually find this certain product that I need? Where do I actually find this certain service that I need? The descriptions that you put should be easy to understand as possible. Because now if you're using some form of, uh, you know, this big English word or this complex German words that make it really, really hard to understand if someone is not maybe in the legal industry, it makes them so hard to understand or if someone is not in the marketing or the food industry, it becomes so difficult for them, they end up bouncing out, leading to higher bounces on websites. Think about when you go into a restaurant where you get the menu. Probably this has happened to most of us. You get the menu. You read the menu, but you don't understand a damn thing. You don't understand a damn thing. And you end up ordering something that you don't even know. Happens a lot of time. You go there and you, you know, and what what will happen is you'll probably call the waiter or what the service manager, whoever is there, and then ask them, what is this? Explain to me. And they will explain to you. But now as a business, think of it this way. Someone comes to your website. Now going into the restaurant, you give them the menu. Now the, the kind of services that you offer. But then again, the wording that you use on your products and services are not really that user friendly. If someone is not in that, in that industry, they might not even understand what it is you're offering. But then think of it from the restaurant perspective, they have the service manager or they have the waiter or waitress who will come on and explain to them and then they'll end up buying or convert converting. But on your website, who do you have that will help consumers 
when they come on board and they don't understand what you're offering, that they may be able to understand what it is you offer when you're using bombarding big words that are not user-friendly for people who are not in the industry. You see, now that's where the problem is. That's where the problem is. You know, understanding, making the whole consumer experience become so easy for your consumers to be able to convert, to understand what it is you're offering, to understand your value proposition. What am I getting here? What am I getting myself into? You know, consumers want to understand what is it you're offering and what you're offering. Does it satisfy my need? Does it satisfy what I want? You know? But then now if he or she is getting on your website and then there's a lot of, you know, too much content and it's not very clear on what you're offering or they're exposed to so much, they end up leaving out. They don't even go so they don't even go even deeper. And that's why it's very essential that, you know, when you're optimizing your website, that you always, you know, you always check the statistics on your website. How many tra- how, how many tra- how, how many traffic how much traffic are you getting on your website? And then how much of that is actually leading to conversion? And then understand when it comes to your specific landing pages on your website, where do customers actually reach and then, you know, bounce out? So it's really really important to understand because now if you understand the whole consumer journey of when 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 a, when a prospective client gets on your website, and them leading into a conversion, you should like be able to pinpoint what actually made them convert. And if they leave and don't and don't convert, understand why. Now, some consumers might bounce out because maybe they are bombarded by you know huge prices that is not in their budget, and are not willing to go further into you know converting or negotiating in any way or form. But that's okay because either way you didn't have a chance of converting them. You you can't convert everyone. It's impossible. You can't convert everyone. Not everyone is the same. People have different perspectives. People have different budgets. People have different needs. So you can't really convert everyone. But the people who your specific targeted customer uh, segment, because you because you know the kind of customers you want, you know the price range that they are willing to pay. You are aware of that. How do you know about this? I talked about uh, the, startups on, the Startups Owners Manual by Steve Gary Blank. Getting outside the building, doing your research, and finding out what customers or consumers or clients are willing to pay for certain products or services. And it's very, very important because we end up missing on a lot of sales, closing a lot of sales, leading to you know customers dropping off, a higher bounce rate. And you might be spending all the money you want on your marketing. All the money you want. But the return on investment is not there. Just because of small things. Just because of very, very minute stuff that, you know, you can always optimize and change. So guys, if you have any questions, make sure to reach out. Send me an email to Augustine at safegroup.net. Make sure to also subscribe to our newsletter list. We'll be doing a marketing series uh, from March, to be more specific, a marketing says, but we always give insights on what it is we are doing, give a few tips uh, tips here and there, share our experience with you guys, and have you guys share your experience with us, and we engage more and get to grow together, and uh, that's what 
it is all about being part of the SIFT community. So make sure to head on to our website, www.siftgroup.net. It will be in the show notes below. So make sure to check that out, subscribe, and you can always hit me up on either social or email. I will respond to you. We will engage and I will help you whenever, whenever and wherever necessary. So guys, I hope you guys have an amazing day. See you guys on the next podcast episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and also share it on your social platforms. Remember guys, it's process over outcome.